Welcome to Enchenio and Strength Podcast. This is a podcast to help new and aspiring entrepreneurs get your business off the ground with simple, easy, and effective mindset and business strategies. I am your host, Maria C. Krause. I love music, and I'm fully aware that I can't sing, but I do it anyways. It's the little things in life that spark my soul. I'm fascinated with the deep blue of the sky, the stars, and the moon, and I also love ice cream, tons of it. In this podcast, I bring special guests from all over the world, from different backgrounds and niches of expertise, who share their unique story and their most valuable tools, tips, and strategies to help you become more successful in all areas of your life. We cover everything from branding, mindset tools, Facebook ads, how to start a podcast, how to build a Facebook group, you name it. We're here to help you and empower you to build a life and business you always dreamed of. Enjoy this week's episode. Welcome to another episode of Unchain Your Strength Podcast. And for today's special guest, we have Trisha Dyka. Hi, Trisha. Hi, Maria. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I am so happy to have you here. I know we have tried this a couple of times. I always say, like, you keep planning things, and sometimes the universe wants something else. So we have to go with the flow, don't we? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so we're here today. Trisha is an empath coach. And as I was telling you guys lately, things have really shifted in this podcast. And I'm loving this type of conversations of bringing people to talk more about mindset, about, about love, about relationships, about humans, uh, about feelings, about all those things that really, really spark my soul. So Trisha, tell us a little bit about yourself so everybody can get to know you. Thank you so much for having me here. And I'm excited to talk about empaths. Um, a little bit about me is about 10 years ago, um, I my empath gifts decided to grow. However, <laughs> you know, growing up being told how sensitive I was, I would shove all these emotions down. I would try not to, I would ignore how I was feeling. I was ignoring all of this stuff. And about 10 years ago, that pressure cooker pot, that blew off. And I was, it started in September. And it was interesting because I was going through the motions of my life. There was no feelings. There was no, there was nothing. It was really kind of scary. And I remember being like, I'm not feeling sad. I'm not feeling happy. I'm just here. And it was as we had got progressed closer to the holidays, literally that pot exploded and all those emotions that I thought that I was shoving down and ignoring decided, no, sweetheart, it's time to deal with this. And they all came rushing to the forefront. And I literally was a sobbing hot mess for months, day in, day out to the point that, you know, I would go to work and, I would be in this cubicle and run to the bathroom and like hide in the bathroom and silent sobbing because I just oh. I couldn't handle it. And uh, my husband, he'd be like, what's wrong? How can I help you? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And, you know, God forgive me, but there, there was after months of this, I finally said to the universe, you know, if this is my life for the rest of my life. I'm done. Like, just, oh, sorry. I don't, I don't <laughs> want to do this anymore. I've had enough. So the next morning I woke up, I says, okay, I'm here for a purpose. You know, what is it? Like, cause this is not cutting it. So I started to get the information of what was going on and all of the years that like, I would, I would cry. 
like my first from like fifth grade to 12th grade, like the first three weeks, I would be afraid, you know, I'm dying, I'm dying. And I'm like, and it's, and now I look back and go, that makes no sense. What child did you know that would ever think about dying? You know, mm-hmm. nobody in the family close to us had died. It wasn't like we were, you know, I was acquainted with really death. So um, I, I said, okay, we need to get this together because I love being around people. And I was literally hiding in my house, um, thinking that the four walls would help me. And that didn't help me. And were I you remember panic going- attacks as well. Oh, good God. Yes. I had anxiety. I had depression. I had, I was happy too, but (laughs) those times I was so like, oh my God, I, I, I was so desperate for those moments of happiness that they didn't stay long. long. And (laughs) it was really depression, anxiety. Um, I was waking up in the middle of the night with this. Um, It was like a 24 seven roller coaster of emotional overwhelm. And when I realized I was an empath, because I said, ask the universe for help. And a friend of mine on Facebook contacted me. She's like, I got a message for you. And I'm like, oh God, what does this mean? She's like, you know, you're an empath and this is what's going on. And I was like, all right. And and so I decided to dig as much as possible into what was an empath. and, And I joined a ton of Facebook groups about empaths. And, and I realized, you know, I remember one day this woman was um, really complaining about what a curse it was. What did this? And this other woman's like, I love it. Being an empath was a curse. She loved being an empath. She loved how it made her feel. She loved how she would feel so deeply. And the whole group attacked her. Wow. She left the group. Um, I friended her. I left the group. I left so many other groups and I said, okay, sweetheart, it's time to pull your big girl panties up and, and, you know, start loving your life again, because you're, this is not you. You're not somebody who hides from the world, hides from people. Um, So what do we need to do to, you know, deal with this? And I know you're talking about mindset and I am going to tell you one of my biggest, uh, the things that I teach a lot of my clients too is mindset. Because if you're thinking that it's a curse and you're constantly um, afraid of when the next overwhelm or the next emotion is going to hit, in in essence, you're actually bringing that closer to you. It's interesting Um, how they see it as a curse. I mean, emotions are part of us of being human aren't they? Mm-hmm. And, and I know it's, I, don't, I wouldn't see, I know sometimes you, you, you get that, you know, that I'm like, okay, I start feeling this overwhelm and I start crying and I'm like, I wonder what it is. And you just let it, let it, no, just let it all out. It'll fix yeah. itself, I suppose. Yeah. But, but for an, with an empath, we're feeling like everything you're feeling the world, you're feeling people around you you're feeling people you don't even know. And it, it was really rough not understanding this. So I remember one of the, the things I was like, oh, this is a curse. I'm like, I feel everything so deeply and I, and I can't do anything about it. And, and I was like, like, you have such a negative mindset and you have such a negative attitude um, that I really had to re- I started from scratch with my mindset. I, I first thing I needed to do was understand my own energy and started to teach people their own energy, simple tools, because yeah, you're an empath. It's not a curse. You know, 
I, I look at the people who come to me and it hasn't happened as much because of quarantine, but it used to be like, I used to go food shopping and I would have these random people I don't know come up to me and, and share their life story or share whatever is going on in their lives. And sometimes it was happy and wonderful and other times it really sucked and was terrible. And they all walked away saying, I don't know why I told you that, but I feel so much better or I'm so much happier. And you're feeling what they're feeling in that moment. Trisha, it's interesting you say that because we started, we, before we jump in the hot podcast, we had a conversation for some reason, I was telling you a lot of stuff that like, and I thought about it after I was like, why am I telling her all this thing? So I was like, this woman <laughs> might think I'm crazy. I'm like sharing so many details. With her. <laughs> um, there's something about a, an empath that people feel comfortable or safe or, um, and they tell, and, and I love hearing people's stories and I love being able to feel their journey and their transformations because it's amazing to me. And I, I, I applaud you. I applaud you, your journey, you know, and it's, it's the stuff that makes life that adventure. So, but back then I was, I, I hated myself. I hated, <laughs> I hated being an empath. I, I, you know, and one of the, one of the easy tools I share um, with empaths now, if you don't know what's yours and what's not yours is something I call an empath symbol. And basically, um, it can be anything. Mine just happens to be a bear because I love large animals. And I ask the universe to show me a bear when what I am feeling does not belong to me. And in the beginning, when I first started using this tool, it was like 95% of the time I saw bears. I saw bears on TV everywhere. (laughs) Random people were eating. And nobody knew what my empath symbol was. I would get emails, you know, um, from whoever I was signed up for their newsletters and it would have bears in it or uh, on TV or in the TV guide, or just um, I'd be driving behind somebody and they would have a picture of a bear or, I mean, it was just, it was so the, you're open to it. The universe is there Mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I mean, Trisha, can I ask you, how was that experience as a child? Like, I mean, no, because sometimes we're told, well, sometimes we're told we hit ourselves or we, something happens and we cry and we're constantly crying. Some kids are constantly crying. What was your experience as a child with your parents, with other kids in general? I was the sensitive kid. I was mocked. I was, um, it, not many people could understand it and they didn't. And, and I would be like, Oh my God, I would get this intuitive hit about somebody or something and share it, whether it was with a friend or, you know, somebody. And they would be like, that's not true. That's not going to happen. Um, so I, in, in those instances, I learned not to trust my inner guidance because people would say, that's not true. That's not going to happen. Give them a second chance. Don't worry. You know, And I gave people so many chances, (laughs) you know, even though my gut would say no or, or, and I ignored it because I was too sensitive, you know, and that was not a good thing. It was frowned upon. And I was the constant crybaby. Constant. I I still cry all the time now. I just love it and let it go. (laughs) (laughs) 
But it's it's interesting how you have that when you're a child, as you said, like when you're a kid, you have that thing, that energy that when you feel something and it's just, like I said, it was like you kind of turn into that cat that goes like, <laughs> and then they tell you, stop acting like that. Be nice to them. And you're like, but I don't want to. I don't want to. There's something there that is telling me that I shouldn't be nice or and I shouldn't, yeah. be, I shouldn't be around them. Not not be nice, but shouldn't be around them. And and it's and then when you grow up, it's just like you still feel those things and you still try to, you know, you fight it because you're like, hey, give that person a chance. They might not be like that, you know? Um, yeah. Yes. Yes. That is something that I've worked on many years where, you know, and now it's like if I get a hit, I'm like, all right, see ya. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, now I've got that trust that that's not that's not good for me. And, you know, same thing with my mindset. I if we allow, we could go down that rabbit hole from hell. If we become overwhelmed with emotions, we start to create stories in our heads to make sense of that emotion. And if we don't know, it's not ours. We're taking it on as ours. And now your, your mind is like, Oh, it was like 10 years ago when I got, got into a fight with so-and-so, or I'm stressed about what's going to happen in two days. Or like your mind is trying to, make you understand that emotion but don't you think that part of it also is because when we feel something towards someone we we take it as a reflection of ourselves that is a mirroring and so we go and try to figure out if it's something that is ourselves if it bothers us that we see in someone else you know and then everything just start getting confusing in your head no no No. um for an (laughs) empath i do understand what you're saying i mean there is definitely parts with within ourselves that we see and others that we may not like, but when you're taking on an emotion that yeah. is not yours. Yeah, no, I mean, when you, t- there's an emotion, there's a feeling that you have with somebody and that feeling yeah. might not be great. Right. You, you see them oh, and you, okay, have okay. That. you, you're like, Oh, there's something here that doesn't, and maybe years ago it was, but now you have outgrown each other and that, that feeling is not there anymore. You can't be in the same room, but you try to be polite. You know, and then it's that you're thinking like, okay, is it something that I might, you know, what that I might see in them that I'm taking up on myself? Does that, um, did that was that a little bit clear? No, I, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so funny. I, I actually had a conversation with a friend of mine this morning about it. We were talking <laughs> about how we um, are growing and each one of us is growing and then we'll see people or we'll talk to people who we were friends or who were watching that relationship just slowly you know, move away. And I think too, it's what we're willing to tolerate, what we want from ourselves Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. we're really confident in those things in ourselves, we know they're on their path They're I don't take that as, as a mirroring. And I do, I know, I hear a lot of people talk about, oh, it's, it's something that you had and you weren't comfortable with. I don't think that's the case. I think that when we all are growing and evolving constantly and some more than others, some really have like these grand visions and they're, they're really going towards it. And again, mindset's a huge piece with that as well. Um, but when people aren't, moving or their energy is stuck you see that I don't really I think you see it as theirs and like for me I have learned when some people don't want to change they're happy where they are I recently heard um and I don't recall from where but somebody saying 
people are happy in their unhappiness. So you can see people and you can family or friends that you were friends with for years and you could see where they're stuck or you could see and you're like, I love you, but I'm no longer willing to go down to that level because I see where I am going and where I am headed. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I I love the way you put it because it is. I mean, for people who are in the journey of like, you know, self-discovery, and there's always that it was like, okay, make sure that that's not something that's mirroring with that, like something about you, you know, and, and sometimes we can get so caught up in that, that we end up thinking yeah. that, you know, oh my God, I have to go work on something else. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know, and, you, and that's the thing. And it's like, once you think you're finally, okay, I think I got it. And then finally something else comes out like that. And, and I asked Trisha, because this is something that happened with, me with a friend that we were friends from like years, you know, but. But I used to see her every time I would come on holidays. So this is the first time I stay in Argentina for so long. And I have seen, and this is a time that being here, I can see things in a different perspective as when you go on holidays. And the energy wasn't there. And at one point I did, I went and I was like, okay, what is it? What is it? What is it? You know, about me, what what am I seeing there? And, And then I just couldn't figure out. And that feeling was coming that when we're in the same room, I was that cat. I was just like, just, you know, I, yeah. I didn't like the feeling. And I said, well, I just, I'm just going to remove myself from this mm-hmm. relationship. And once I figure out and I'm, and I'm willing to go back and see what it's like, then I will do it. But I think it's been a couple of months now and I'm like, I'm okay. I'm like, for now, I'm okay. Uh, when, you know, it's, it's that self-reflection that we do all the time. Like, you know, thinking, yeah. okay, maybe it's me. Oh, yes, I, I do. I, I, I also get that is a spiritual thing. Yeah. People are like, you're mirroring. And, yeah. and unfortunately, I, I think that's, a, that's really, I, I pause and reflect upon it because what happens is now you're starting to look at yourself to find what else is wrong and why you attracted mm-hmm. this instead yes. of that person is where they're at. And this is where you are at because of all the work that you have done. And sometimes the universe is just saying to you, it's time to just let some distance, Mm -hmm. whether that person changes and and you guys end up being friends again, or whether you just wish them well on their journey and you continue on your own path. Thank you. Look, I I told you another personal thing again. You see, this is so easy. Oh my God. (laughs) Well, it's, it's, we all all do that. (laughs) We we all do that. We all have friends or family that we're unwilling to let go, but suck the life out of us. And we want to make excuses for their behaviors, or we want to say, well, we've known this person for 25 years and they're my best friend. And it's sometimes it's like the universe is just saying you're growing, you're changing. If you want this path, sometimes we've got to release these other things that are weighing us down and are draining us when we are around them. Mm-hmm. And it feels healthy. Like, I mean, there's still that part. Now that you put it that way, I mean, there, I could say there's like this huge relief, you know, because there was, a, there was always that doubt saying like, okay, what is it that I have to work on myself, you know? 
and sometimes I will like you know I will get in arguments with a friend of mine because she knows how much I work on myself and when I get in arguments she's like oh maybe you should go work on that again and I'm like oh come on it's <laughs> 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 the last time I tell you what I'm working on I'm like I'm done <laughs> Wow. <laughs> but yes, there there is like that mirror that mirror people talk about and, and personally I, I really don't believe in it. Um I feel though if you're triggered by something, if somebody triggers you, it's time to say, well, are they triggering me because it's something in me or is it just that I don't like this. I don't like this energy. Mm-hmm. So it it is something for you to to definitely take a, yeah. a look at. Like um, uh, when we were in quarantine, I was invited to have a, a chat, and I really thought it was just a chat, right? It ended up being a Zoom, Facebook Live thing. I had just gotten out of the shower, and I put more pajamas on. It was a Sunday morning, hot pink pajamas, <laughs> and I got on the 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 call, and I'm like, oh my god. You know, this is nothing that I, I wasn't expecting any of this. You know, I figured a little chat, not a, this, it threw me. And then um, this individual said, well, close your eyes. We're doing a meditation and I wouldn't close my eyes. Every time I closed them, they automatically opened. Mm-hmm. So I said, and, and I got my, and this is where I trust my intuition. It said, leave, just leave. So I left, I left the um, Facebook live and this um, individual put me in the group of people and I left that too. And they contacted me and said, I don't understand. And I said, well, first off, I don't like being in groups where you're constantly chatting and my phone goes off. That's, that's respecting my boundaries. Mm -hmm. However, I said, I don't know exactly what transpired. I go, this was not clearly, you know, um, spoken to me. I said, and this is not something that I'm interested in. I said, so I wish you the best of luck in your path. I I says, this is just not for me right now. And that is respecting your boundaries. That is, um, they understand this, this person understood and let it go. Um, they really didn't have much of a choice. Okay. Because I have found myself in situations like that where they try to tell me that I have a mindset issue and I should work on it. (laughs) (laughs) I've had that too. Yes, I have had that too. Are you kidding me? You know, it's like that sales call Like you get on a sales call and they start asking you if you really like you really are in the right space of mind to invest. You know, if you, your mindset is there and I'm like, yeah, I am. My mindset is there. Financially, I can't do it yet. So just let me go. <laughs> let me get off the chat. But, you know, like that manipulation, that quick manipulation there um, of saying like, well, I was just chatting with you. You don't have to get all grumpy. And I'm like, or I was just trying to invite you to a group that I thought it was going to be beneficial for you. And I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's, I've had a lot of that as, as well. People coming, sliding in my DMs and stuff. And my response is no thanks. No thanks. Done. Like yeah. there is no more conversation it's to be had. It's all together. Well, like, no, it's already a sentence. Like there's nothing else. Yes. Yeah. That's yes. It. No. No, thanks. Yeah. Not for me. Not for, and, and I honor that like within me. Sometimes I'm like, oh, this looks kind of cool. Let me check it out. Mm-hmm. And then um, other times I'm like, no, thanks. That's it. I don't have to explain how I feel to anybody. 
you know, if you would have asked me a few years ago, yeah, I would have, I'm the notorious people pleaser who would have definitely been like, oh, I'll do it. Or um, I'll stay on this call, even though I'm totally uncomfortable. And, you know, I, I think when <laughs> oh, you start horrible, listening to it? your body. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to, it's like part of you, like your legs are ready to run, but you're holding like you're, <laughs> you're petrified there. And you're like, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe if I stay quiet enough, they thought that my screen just froze. <laughs> 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 yes. Yes. <laughs> no feeling. So Trisha, so now with um with with your clients, is that is that how you empower them to really hone onto their intuition? Well, yes. Starting to trust their intuition again is paramount to um saying yes to projects, saying no to projects, taking on the right client, you know. I had um one of my clients, they took on somebody who knew their mother. And she said it, it was from the get go. It was terrible. She goes, and I, and I got the feeling, you know, not to do it. And I said, so why did you? Well, I, I, I really wanted to, I needed the money. I needed this. I needed that. But when we do via need or do via feeling guilted into it, that is when it backfires on us by not trusting ourselves. Because if we would have done it this way by saying no to a client or potential client, there is another client always mm -hmm. trusting that there is another client out there and trusting that the universe has that client for you. Um, and then what happens is you end up not being fully there for other clients who are your perfect ideal clients. Cause you've got this one who's very needy and demanding your attention 24 seven and it's, it's exhausting. So it's about trusting their intuition. It is about creating boundaries and saying no my day ends at let's say five o'clock mm -hmm. and I'm not available on the weekends, you know, in, in case, unless it's some kind of an emergency, but again, that has to be something that you specifically say, I can do this or I can do that. And if it's not done, send me a message on the weekend. Very but these are, these are what you're willing to tolerate. What works best for you honoring who you are and absolutely feeling your body because your body will absolutely give you hints when you've went down the wrong path, it's, it's like a tightening somewhere, or you could feel it in your heart. Cause your heart's like, Ooh, or like you're so tense and you're like, or, or even that you want to run. You literally want to run to get the hell out of there. Mm -hmm. You, you mentioned before emotion overwhelm, how do mm -hmm. you deal with that as an empath? Because you, there's a lot of emotions going, if you're feeling everything, how, how you cope with that? learning my own energy through the empath symbol and then making sure my energy is grounded being outside um, with mother nature out in nature your feet in the grass um, i have on my desk a grounding bowl filled with sand and uh, shells and different types of crystals that i'm always playing with um and I, and I have another easy tool to have emotions flow through you that are not yours. And I would love to tell everybody the emotions are not yours, but we have our own shit too to deal with our own emotions, our own stuff that comes up that, you know, we have to take care of as well. So people say to me, I didn't see my empath symbol. Oh, maybe it's yours. Oh, 
<laughs> I'm sorry, but, you know, unfortunately, there is some things Oopsie. that you have to deal with too. So um, the other quick and easy tool that I do share is a uh, heart-centered intention. And that's in the morning when you ground or do some type of little um, grounding meditation if you can't get outside. Uh, and then um, just imagine that your heart center is open and there is a gentle breeze coming through it all day long, clearing out anything you may have picked up that is not yours, sending it down into the earth to be healed. So um, that works uh, tremendously. When I first started using it, I would constantly be like, I'm feeling overwhelmed. If this is not mine, let's clear it mm -hmm. out. And as I got more comfortable in my own body and more comfortable in knowing my own energy, I would just set the intention first thing in the morning and go about my day. However, here's the caveat here. Mm -hmm. If you're going to go about your day and be on that hamster wheel, rushing, 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 you're going to pick up a lot of stuff and not even realize it because you're not being present in your life. Got so it. it's about, yeah. yeah, being present, stopping, smelling the roses, if you will, and stop that constant rush. And I get there are days, we all have days like that. We wake up late, we, we are on the run because we're already late because you got an appointment or you've got mm. something to do. And it seems like your day kind of spirals out of your hands that way. And those are the days that you need to have even more self-care and no judgment that you couldn't do your, your five-minute ritual in the morning or things got out of your control and that's okay. That's life. And we're humans. And this is, this is it. It's just, all right, well, it's the middle of the afternoon. I'm going to do my little quick ritual now and try to get back on track and maybe take an Epsom salt bath that night and release all this energy that I've picked up. That's good. Yeah, that's good. But like self-care in the morning and the evening, that sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I'm all about five minutes here, five minutes there, yeah. five minutes there, five, five minute increments all throughout the day. Yeah. You know, self-care and self-care is just, I think, more being present with where we're at in that moment than it is the mani pedis or, you know, people like, oh, I'm doing shopping or I'm getting a massage. And it's like, okay, that's great. But self-love mm -hmm. and self-care are being okay with where you are at every single moment Absolutely. instead of, Yeah. Always trying to find something different, but like it's just yeah. sitting. I, I noticed that when you just sit there and have a cup of tea and just sitting there, not looking at your phone, not looking at your laptop, just sitting there and in the sun, if there is sun, or in front of the fire and just having a cup of tea and mm -hmm. having those five minutes of like, okay, I, I do that with door. a fireplace on YouTube and a cup of coffee. There you go. I put the fireplace on, <laughs> grab a cup of coffee, <laughs> and I just kind of chill. Yeah. I let my mind just kind of give itself a break. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. I really, because, you know, it's, it's, when you say you were always on the rush and like you do that, you grab a coffee, you're on the way, you, when you eat, like you're eating while you're walking. And I'm like, no, it's just like you're trying to do so many things. And like your head is just like, oh, it's all over the place as well. So you're you already, you're rushing physically, you're rushing mentally. Everything is just rushing. It's this constant. Mm -hmm. And then when you go to bed, it's just like, oh, and your head still keeps going, <laughs> doesn't it? I'm like, because like, I, I, before you, when I used to live that life, it was constantly going, trying to go to bed. And then I couldn't sleep because my head was still going. And now when mm -hmm. I go to bed, it's like I sleep six hours top, but I sleep them. Gosh, my gosh. It's like, <laughs> baby, you know, when I wake up, I wake up and I'm like, okay. 
might might stay for a little bit longer or get up if I have to. But yeah, it's just be able to rest them. Not yeah, because there's a huge difference between resting and just sleeping. But ah, Trisha, thank you so so much, lovey. Uh, love chatting about this see about intuition about really honing and and really getting those feelings that when we feel something like that to trust ourselves that you know to really go for it that it's okay we don't have to be liked by everybody and we don't have to like everybody and you know we don't have like you said certain situations that trigger us it's like okay we'll just move away that's the energy that we want we don't want in our lives and and it's important to respect that really respect it and if not, you keep bringing the same thing over and over. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And then you, and then you get that. You get the panic attacks. You get the anxiety. You don't want to leave the house. Oh my God, I don't want to meet anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You go back to that, to the cave. Trisha, if anybody wants to talk, uh, get to know you, reach out to you, uh, work with you, where they can find you. What's the best? Way? Uh, social media. Um, Instagram, Facebook, it's all under Trisha Dyka, D-Y-C-K-A. Uh, or send me an email at Trisha at TrishaDyka.com if you have questions about today's podcast or you just want to share a thought or, you know, send me an email. Perfect. And I'll drop all the links in the in the podcast. But, uh, and before we know, Trisha, what would you like to tell women out there who are just getting started on their path of self-discovery? Oh, even in their journey, they're just starting in their journey of business. Uh, what would you like to tell them? Don't take yourself too seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and one of my favorite mantras, believe it or not, is I have fun every day. I love that. I have fun every day. And I, I think that. having a list of mantras for yourself when you do kind of spiral out of control really helps to bring you back center. So um, find something that really resonates with you and, and just keep it in front of you. Like me, it's I have fun every day. I love that. That is so true. I think we get, we try to act so professional sometimes and try to be like, <laughs> okay, I have to do this. And, you know, <laughs> you forgot yeah. to, you forgot to, you forget to smile or really have fun with your business. That's why you start your business in the first place and life. <laughs> but uh, Trisha, thank you so much, Sunshine. And as I said, I'll drop all the links here. It's been an absolute pleasure. Nomi, thank you. Yes, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks. And for everybody who's listening, if you have any questions, remember, drop them in the podcast, subscribe, let us know what you want us to talk about who, or any guests that you want me to bring on. Okay, so we'll see you next week. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in, lovies. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions. So drop your comments or give us a shout. I'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business. I am Maria C. Krause, and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms, or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause, or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.mariacrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life and in business. Love, life, be. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are. Bye.